Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. be sort of weird, Robbie. It would be just a little on the odd side. If Brupolo was in Macomb. You've been hanging around uh, South Mississippi of late. I like South Mississippi. It's a good spot. I live in North Mississippi. I'm from Central Mississippi. South Mississippi is where I, you know, I have the, the you know, the, I have the least connections. I want to get to know people down there. I love Hattiesburg and the Pine Belt. Love the Gulf Coast. What's well, not to like? Macomb is a good place. Mm-hmm. Not far from Macomb is the home of Jerry Clower. And Liberty, Liberty, Mississippi, Mississippi, Absolutely. and Gabe Jackson. Yeah, yeah, good people down there. Just a, it looks like a quick draw. Well, you take ninety eight, and then you have to get on some other roads to get to Liberty. But regardless of all, that, been there a time or two. Absolutely. Well, wherever you live in our great state, if you want Strange Brew Coffee every morning, it's just as simple as going to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place an order. They'll ship it right to your door. Whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter at your house. I got you covered at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't just find anywhere else. You can only find it at College Corner, and that's because they have the biggest and best selection of it. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're flowed by the half shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. And a great example of that is what's going on today. It's Wing Wednesday. Go get you some of those delicious Mexican smoked wings. It's a great appetizer, but hey, place an order for two orders, and you've got a great meal right there. And that's what we're talking about. Everybody does smoked wings, but nobody does them like humble taco. Head over to the other day, grab an ice-cold, handcrafted margarita on the rocks or frozen. Grab yourself some tacos and enjoy a great meal at Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs, that might be the call today for lunch. Hit up them up on the free Firehouse Subs app. Place your order online, and when you pick up your sandwich, you're also picking up a lot of reward points. So the next time you order, could be on the house. And don't forget, if you're tailgating or if you're throwing a watch party, a Firehouse party sub party platter is the way to go. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison, that is Firehouse Subs. Hey, Robbie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. That's great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing. I couldn't. I couldn't be better. I'm enjoying LSU week. Doing a lot. I'm putting out a lot of good content. Had the great, uh, you know, show. We've already recorded it. 
with my cousins last night. I thought it was really good, and we're going to be talking to a lot of other people this week. I love LSU week. It's a good content week. Yes. I like to work, believe it or not. I know some people will hear that and go, what? Hey, Dad? No. Sometimes. So I always say the same thing when it comes to work. I put in a lot of 70, 80-hour weeks in the restaurant business, so it's it's okay for me right now to, to work less. That's how I look at it. That's so I, feel, I feel like that's a reasonable way to look at it. All right. Let's jump into the rumblings. we got some great questions. we got a lot of questions here today, guys. We'll try to get through them as best as we can. Remember, if you did not lock your question, well, that's on you and not me, and, and I will not be asking it. So we start with John Roberts, who asks us, do we know what caused the penalty on the coach Saturday night? It was Arnett, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Leach briefly discussed this. He was kind of tiptoeing around it because, you know, like he said, they're so picky about what you say and they find you and all that stuff. Uh, basically, he said that I guess he didn't mention Arnett, but I guess Arnett was on the field mm-hmm. yelling at the refs. I think he was dropping some bombs here and there, and uh, the referees didn't like that. I thought they probably should have given Mississippi State a sideline warning first mm-hmm. instead of just going straight to the personal foul or whatever. Uh, My but, guess is, and this is just a guess, but knowing Arnett, that it was a combination of he's on the field and he is laying down some thick profanity. Yes. So my guess is if he had done one or the other, the profanity wouldn't have got the penalty. The on the field wouldn't have got the penalty. But when you combine the two, you can't, you need to throw a flag, I guess. A little bit of both was a little over the top, I'm guessing. I agree. Uh, Brogan Fairchild said, recently you said that ballyhooed was a word that needed to be used more often. What are some other words that are underutilized? I got two right off the top of my head, and they, uh, they both kind of mean the same thing, but I love the words plethora and cornucopia. I was going to say plethora as well. That's one of my favorite words to love use. Love to say plethora. Anytime I get a chance to use that, I use it. I actually used it in a title the other day. Outstanding. I was excited about that. Very good. I love cornucopia, though, as well. I love that's it. A, that's, a nice, that's a nice word. I think, is there any other word that I'm just like, if I, when I can work it in, I, if I think of any, I'll just pop up. They, if anyone pops into my head, I will just shout them randomly throughout the rest of the show. And I encourage you to do the same, Robbie. Sure. All right. Uh, what adjustments do you think Arnett will make this week to contain a mobile and accurate quarterback? I mean, I don't know that it's adjustments so much as it's just when you get to him, you got to put him on the ground. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think that they're, that's something that they're probably working on all week is how to defend Jaden Daniels if he decides to tuck it and run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you, you probably need to have aspire to kind of waiting for him to hit the open field. And the key whenever he gets there is, like you said, tackling. You're going to have to bring him to the ground. Yeah, th- there might be some plays where, where uh, Jet Johnson has a nice angle on him that he can make a play. For the most part, the foot speed's not going to be as quick from, from Jet on a lot of those plays. But, you know, he's going to be your best option as a tackler. But, you know, somebody in the back end is going to have to make a play. Jackie Matthews, Jalen Green, Emmanuel Forbes – those guys are going to have to come up and make some tackles. It's going to be – that's difficult to game plan for. Anytime you got a quarterback that's got that kind of athleticism then that can also throw the ball like he does, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for State. Winston Kimmel asks us, which NFL teams would you say most cl- closely resemble the following SEC teams? I know you hate long lists, so I'll keep it short. So he's got State, Ole Miss, and A&M. 
I think you'll like my 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 pick for state. I'm going to go with the Steelers. They don't have obviously the championship history of the Steelers, but they are a blue collar, grinded out, workman kind of team. Okay, I was going to say the Bills. The Bills would might that Bills might actually be a better choice because of the lack of championships. That that, 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 might, that might be a good better call. And they could throw the football around. They still have that blue collar mentality. Mm-hmm. The Steelers in their current state mm-hmm. are so bad on offense. I just can't do it. Okay. Ole Miss, my first thought is the Cowboys, but the Cowboys have actually won championships, so I can't I can't go there. It's like, who's a team that hasn't won titles but acts like they've won titles? Um, man, the Bengals are getting awfully cocky of yeah, late. Yeah, well, Burrow is a big reason for that. Burrow is a cocky guy. Uh... Who would they kind of compare to? I mean, it would be like the 49ers. I mean, they won they won championships in the past. I don't the Cowboys might be the best one because every year with all the Cowboys are gonna be great this year, and every year they're not. Yeah. So I mean the Cowboys haven't won anything in recent. The cow the Cowboys are are Texas AM to me. For sure. That that's a good one too. I mean, and especially it's in the same state. I'm but for Ole Miss, I'm just Maybe not the Falcons, you know. That's not that's not the right one either. I don't know. I don't know a good good example for Ole Miss because so many the the the, the people in the NFL who have champion who act like champions usually have been champions in the past. Yeah. So I don't know if there's really a good example for them. All right, Shelby Beach. Will Dak win a Super Bowl in Jerry Jones's lifetime? I'm saying no. No. I just. As long as Jerry has his hands on on that franchise and probably his son too, yeah, I think that they're just going to get in the way. I have a feeling though it, it could happen if he wasn't a cowboy. If they somehow traded him away, then in his lifetime he could win one, but not while he's a cowboy. I don't think. I thought I saw it really good. They said that basically the the Cowboys need to have a Vince McMahon moment. They need to get Jones out and bring somebody else in. And see how it turns around. It would turn around pretty quickly, I think, with, with competent leadership. Uh, right now, Shelby Beach again. Right now, according to the app, ESPN app, State is a two-point favorite. Has State ever been favored going into Tiger Stadium? We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, and a bunch of you guys asked this question. It's got The last time it happened had to be 2000. I, I can't find that line, but State was, I think, 5-1 uh, and one going down there. LSU had already lost a few games. That's Saban's first year. Uh, State had beaten Florida and Auburn in back-to-back weeks, who were top 10 teams. They, they were favored going into that game. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds right. I mean, I can't remember another time when they would have been. I mean, there's yeah. the next time they went down there was 02, and they weren't good. They were off. And then 04, terrible. Yeah. I mean, and then so on and so on. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the last time <clears> – <throat> I mean, there's only been like two or three times since 2000 where you felt like State could actually win that game. Mm-hmm. So and I don't there, really know that 14 was one of them, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, I was like, I you, you could probably even say when's the last time that State was single digit, even a yeah. single digit underdog. Yeah, maybe, maybe there, ha- there haven't been maybe 18. Both those teams weren't very good that year. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not a lot, of, not often. Bonus dad joke from Shelby Beach. Why do you know why a T Rex can't clap? I was going to say because of his arms, but no. The correct answer is because they're all dead. 
Makes sense. There you go. Uh, Rob Hadaway, Brian, what time did your power come back on? I don't know. I just I woke up because the light was on, turned it off, and went back to sleep. So I don't know. You went to you went to sleep with the power off. I can't yeah. do that. Well, I mean, what can you do? I mean, I was tired. I went, it was three in the morning. I was tired and wanted to go to bed. Yeah, it's just it's so tough. Luckily, I don't have a fan running. Yeah, it had been raining all day, and it had been a uh, well. I, I had a, a solution for that. I it used my phone and put it on a white noise YouTube video. Yeah. So. Also, uh, do you have any advice for Robbie on dealing with troll post-game callers? I saw you did a Twitter space. Did you have some trolls in there? I did. Um, there, there was a guy that popped in there. Ole Miss fan? I, I have no clue. Okay. He, uh, he asked me how many certain things I could fit in my mouth. Nice. The key yeah. to those things is is if you- I should have known. I, I actually, I did know that it was going to be something, and I was just kind of like, I didn't really care. Yeah, because I saw like it was one of those like the fake. The, it's like a, somebody else's picture. Yeah, and then the the name was something stupid. This so is one of, knew, one of our friends that like the, the Tyron Kulon family. Tyron Kulon. Don't family. I don't know that it didn't have like a it it had like a. It didn't have like a name, okay, like a person's name. So but yeah, it, that's, that's why I like the green room. Everybody seems seems to register with their real names. Yeah. So, so I mean, everybody that registered with their names were were fine. Yeah. It was just that dude. There you go. All right, uh, another one from Rob. I learned this past weekend that Gus Johnson's full name is Augustus Cornelius Johnson Jr. How does this man not have a side career as a professional wrestling manager? I mean. I would rather be managed by Augustus Cornelius Johnson Jr. than Stokely Hathaway. That's true. If I had to pick. I'd I'd just about rather be managed by anybody, to be honest with you. Yeah. This is another great question from Rob. How did the village idiot from college game day final wind up in the Nebraska AD job? He's right. Trev Alberts, I have no idea what qualifies him to be an athletic director. Like, why? There's a lot of people that I say that about. Yeah, like this, this, this trend of I mean, you have to hire somebody who's who's been an athlete in college athletics, not not and you know not going on on TV and making bad predictions. I mean, I guess it could be worse. It could have been Mark May, but whatever. Uh, last one from Rob. What sort of vehicle do you think Ross Bjork takes on his way to send off DMCA takedown orders? He's he's, he's got the he's got the tricycle. I want to ride my tricycle. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. What was oh, what was that all about? So that, you know, the picture of him riding the tricycle. The, yeah, I have no idea. No idea. He looks so unhappy. It's like whoever took that picture. I don't think they realized the 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 benefit they were given the universe at that moment. Like they're just getting yeah, a like what? Yeah, like it doesn't even seem real. No. It's like, why would a grown man be on a tricycle with a helmet? Wearing a why does he do what, slacks. Why would a grown man pose with a fake belt? I mean, I would, but I wouldn't do it to try to intimidate somebody on Twitter. I would do it because it would just be funny. You know, like, you know, champ is here. So, <clears throat> and this whole thing with Texas A&M. So they, they, they put out a video of yell, yell, midnight yell. Everybody starts making fun of them. And they're like, oh, we'll take that video down. Like you yeah, so now they're go- they're going after everybody on Twitter and yeah. and reporting them for yeah. copywriting. 
Yeah. God, I mean, is there anybody that likes Texas A&M other than Texas A&M? No, I, I think our friend Tyler Horka was correct about them. But there's also people in this fan base that will like fight you over Texas A&M. they went to I, Texas A&M. People in this fan base? Some of them, yeah. I don't know anyone that went to Texas A&M in this that fan base. That guy who was arguing with us the other day went to Texas A&M. He, he said he has an Aggie ring. What guy? The guy who got uh, – he was on the message board. Make, people were making fun of Texas A&M. He was losing it. Bobcat 91. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but there's also a former Mississippi State player that's arguing with people on the board, talking about how great they are and oh, stuff like this. that. What, what yes. thread is that in? Uh, the thread about A&M. The one about the A&M cult, is that it again? Yes. All right. Brother Widespread started that thread. Let me read it. There's just, I mean, I just don't understand it. I mean, the, these people don't like Mississippi State. Why are you taking up for them? Last year, they made this same video about how trash Startwell was and mm-hmm. how Mississippi State sucked. What, what is the purpose? What do you gain from, you know, defending these people? I just don't get it. And, not, and there's nobody that has any kind of, like, integrity <laughs> that can look at this stuff and say, oh, that's cool. No, I agree. It's not cool. It's weird. The stuff they do is weird. I agree. And if that thing that made message board geniuses yesterday is true, mm-hmm. then we, we really need to start asking some serious questions of Texas A&M people. I agree. I agree. Uh, six Packs Peak. Six Packs Peak, I think is the name of this account. Well, the, the letters are capitalized. Six Pack Speak is what it says. I, I don't know if that's accurate. though. I, okay. I don't know for sure. I'll check with my sources. Yeah. Is it possible for a receiver to run the wrong route and it's not the quarterback's fault for an interception? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely it is. Especially on a short route where it's just like, I'm expecting you to be here. And well, he, was, he got really upset the other night because I said that was a bad play from Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. I believe. I think that might be what he's talking about. I don't know. Because he stared at the defensive back. Did you watch that interception, the pick six? The, I did not. I, I think I missed yes. it, but I, I know what you're talking about. He but. stared the defensive back right in the face. And I said it was a bad play by Anthony Richardson. And Steven got so upset and started getting personal with me and saying, I've never played football before. I don't know what I'm talking about. And started talking about me playing the drums. I don't know. It was really weird. Well, that's not nice. That's your cousin. I, I tell you what, I wouldn't want to work with that guy. Uh, what's next here? Andrew Miller. Many fans have been calling for State to run the ball in goal line situations, but in most of these cases, the defense is loading the box to stop the run. Twice on Saturday, State attempted to run against a loaded box, and both times were stuffed. Should State try more goal line runs regardless of what the defense shows or continue to call the play based on the men in the box? I am the man (laughs) and the box. Um, I would say that on the goal line, one of the problems State has is that People, they, they try to run up the middle, and people will load the box, but they don't reload on their end. There's still five linemen, and then the four wide receivers are split out. State doesn't have any heavy sets or jumbo sets where they're bringing in some extra linemen or bringing in a, a fullback or something to, to set the way there. My, my thought process is when you have the ball in the one-yard line, you should just go under center and quarterback sneak. That's how I would do it. But Mike Leach is never going to do that. So I guess the answer to your question, my answer to this question, Robbie, would be, 
they should they they got to make their their play calls based on what they see. But at the one, you you got to be able to run the ball. With. Well, I know they might have got stopped a couple of times, but I just don't think that State's going to get stopped on three runs from inside the five. And the other day against Memphis, I mean, every time they ran the ball inside the five, they scored. And I mean, it was it was kind of a challenge for them to get in the end zone when they were throwing the football. So I I just feel like your chances are better trying to run the football from the two-yard line than dropping back and, and passing it. I agree. And, I mean, so far, the amount of plays that they've run inside the red zone kind of proves that theory to be correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, agree- I'm in agreement with you. Uh, our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, has some questions for us. Why don't more people play Frisbee anymore? Is Frisbee, you know, he used to go out on the drill field and see guys throwing the Frisbee around. Is that not happening anymore? I think everybody plays Frisbee golf now. Nobody yeah, just disc, throws the Frisbee. Golf. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's actually, a, I think there's like a disc golf store in Starville. There is. It's uh, it's where Welcome Home Beef used to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's still a group of people that still do that and take it very seriously, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know some people that have that have built the uh, – the, I mean, what would you call them? Not the whole, not the holes, but anyway, the thing you throw the frisbee into. They've built those like they've built like their own course at their house. Yeah, this doesn't count as a former player in this thread. That guy is like eighty. All right, no, we're not counting. I thought you meant like somebody recent. He's a former player. I'm not. That counting. counts as a former. I'm not counting him. The rules that you make are so bizarre. They're totally They're arbitrary. More bizarre when how terrible you know, you know what you know what you know this show is. Are. You know what my rules are? They're like whose line it is it anyway? You know the rules. The rules are made up, and the points don't. No, matter. no, no. The, you can't make up whether or not a player existed on a football field. I'm not counting him. I'm not counting this guy. He's like 80. He counts. Demented. He's a football player, a former football player. He counts. I guess. I guess. But my point being, you made it out to be like all these people went to Texas A&M. As it was one dude. Yeah. A guy that that's the guy that didn't think the teachers in Mississippi needed a raise because they were making too much money when they were actually the one of the lowest paid people in the state of Mississippi. That's that guy. I hear so you. His, I, so I his, thought, his thoughts don't matter. I agree. Another one from Steve. Uh, what legendary, legendary Mid South wrestler would have had the most heat today? So. The obvious answer, and not a wrestler, but Skandar Akbar. Yes. You know, I mean, that guy was a heat magnet back in the 80s. I can only imagine nowadays with, you know, United States Arab relations being what they are, uh, that he would not have been great. What, what, who else am I missing? Like the love below the Mid South guys, you know, DiBiase wasn't really, DiBiase was kind of a baby face for a while. Well, he was, he was a heel, but he wasn't the million dollar man. No, he, he had, he had another level when he went to WWE. Jake the Snake? <clears throat> he was up there. Um, I'm trying to think about Imagine Cornette those. these days. If he, if a young Cornette, what he would be saying these days. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be some good stuff. Ooh, hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. That guy could get heat. He could still get, he could get heat today. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I watched some old Mid South, but I'm just my knowledge on the uh, heels okay. back then are just not I got, as good. I got, I got you, I got you. Yeah, Skandar Agbar is my my choice. 
What's your favorite song to sing in the shower? Hmm. Um, I just I, I just sing whatever's on my um Alexa. Whatever I'm playing through my Spotify. You're just going with that. Like I, I don't like I'm always mostly listening to music when I'm taking a shower. So whatever pops up, that's what I'm listening to. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I sing a lot of rock set in the shower. A lot, a lot of, of rock set, been, huh? It must have been love. She's got the look. I believe Brian <laughs> Nelson has video of he was in the hotel room and you could hear me singing through the uh, bathroom, uh, the bathroom door. And he just he got a little recording of that. I believe I believe he still has that. You're a big '80s pop guy. Huh? I like rock '90s pop with Roxette. I like I like Roxette. Was she '90s? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Let's see here. When did her, I thought first, like, must have been Love was like in the late '80s. Ah, uh, let's see here. Because uh, now now I got to know at this point. All right. Uh, their first album, Look Sharp, came out in '88. And then they sort of sort of took off from there. So yeah, 80s, 90s, it's all the same. I uh, guess I'm thinking about maybe I'm thinking about uh Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. Well, that's totally different though. Totally different music. I, yeah, but they're I'm very similar voices. I guess. Is it totally different? I mean Well, Tiffany was just like a, a like a candy pop star. Yeah, but Roxette like I think we're Roxette was I a band. We're alone, I think we're alone now in Roxette. Rock sets must have been love or not that far apart to me. Well, first off, I think we're alone. Uh, no, no, they're no, not that far apart. No, Put they're them together apart. and listen to it. They're not that I will. far apart. I'll be happy to. No, I don't agree with you on that one. We, we, we must disagree on this one, Rob. I disagree with you on a lot of things. That's not, it's, that's true because you're wrong a lot. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's you true. Know, I'll have to check into that. I'll have to. Oh, it's true. It's true. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you're gaslighting me again. Um, <laughs> Hell State Muse. Two things are true. We all know Will is a genuinely good person. Yeah, I don't know that. I've never really sat down and talked to Will. He could be the worst person alive. I know that. Uh, we all know that Woody and Dylan have developed enough to where they are both <clears throat> capable of punching into the end zone. It always seems like we try goal line fades or short crosses despite a handoff being an almost guaranteed touchdown. Do you think Will is making an extra effort to get every TD he can for his make-a-wish deal, or is Mike Leach just going to Mike Leach? I don't think that NIL deal crosses his mind no. field. This is what Mike Leach has done forever. Yeah, this is how this is what he does. If anything, I would say they're running the football more than usual down there. I haven't checked the stats on that to back me up, but it feels like they're actually running the football a little more. That's what he does when he gets inside the red zone. He's going to throw the football. I mean, that's just, it's just how it is. So, uh, let's see here. We'll do one more here and then we'll go to the break. Um, Carew Ferguson, of all the past and present MSU head coaches or assistant coaches, we're taking assistant coaches out. I mean, my God, man. You want me to go through the, the hundreds of head coaches? What three would you want to grab a drink and hang out with? Mike Leach. Uh, Leach. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Uh, Mike Leach. Let's see. Jackie Sherrill. Mm -hmm. Alan McKean. Ooh, that's a good choice. If we're just doing football, I, I would say, I mean, I don't know about Alan McKean. I don't know enough about him. But I, I would I would put Moorhead on the list. Moorhead would have been a great guy to go just sit down and have a beer with. Um, 
and Jackie as well, and then Leach. But then, you know, I would not mind. I mean, I'd love to sit down and talk to Ron Polk, but I don't think Polk's a drinker. <clears throat> I guess that might not have been work. Stansberry would probably be hilarious as, to have a drink with. Yeah, I want to hear all the recruiting stories from him. Yeah, exactly. So Give me the yeah. dirt. That's some good options there. All right, let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. This weekend, if you're t- tailgating at uh, Baton Rouge or wherever you are, or if you're uh, just sitting at home and watching the game, throw some beef on the grill. Cook some steaks for your crowd, some burgers, or hey, if you want to do something big, big tri-tip, maybe a brisket, you got time. You got time to do it. So whatever you want to do, there's always an option with beef. They've got all the great different cuts, and of course, there's plenty of great ways to cook beef. It's so versatile to take any marinade, almost any, almost any seasoning. Try it out today. Try it out like you haven't had beef. Enjoy some beef this weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That'll be a great place to watch MSU football this weekend. Plenty of big screen TVs, and while you're watching the game, you can have some outstanding food, some smoked wings, some tacos, maybe one of their great burgers. You got a lot of great options when you go to Two Brothers. Head over there this weekend or any weekend when you're in Starkville. It's in the heart of the Cotton District. It's Smoked Southern Soul Food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to offer you. Only some of them really deliver. Advantage Business Systems is one of those. And they've got 47 years of staying open and helping businesses just like yours to prove it. Give them a call today and find out what they can do for you. When you need technology, they've got it. And when you need service, they've definitely got that. It's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. The number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Our friends at The Rogue want to remind you that, hey, you got freedom. You got choice. You don't have to live the three-stripe life. You can call up The Rogue. You can head over there. You can order online at therogue.com and choose from their collegiate line And I'm telling you right now, those are some of the best-looking polos and quarter zips you're going to find. And they've got the logos that you want. I've seen the message boards. I've seen Twitter. I know you guys are all saying we don't want the banner M. They've got it at the Rogue. They've got the M over S. They've got the Walking Bully. They've got the Script State. They've got a lot and a lot of other great stuff, too. they got a really cool cowbell polo. Check it out at therogue.com. Follow them on Instagram at therogejxn. It's great stuff. It's high-quality going to last you a long time and you can trust the rogue one of the most well-known names in men's clothing here in the southeast no three-stripe life at the rogue question for you here robbie from tucker medlin when you vote for the ap poll do you normally rank teams based on their resume or just who is better now uh a little bit of both i mean i I factor in both their resume you know who have they beaten and who I think is a better team. I mean, it just kind of differs on some teams, too. I mean, it's just – it's it's never going to be a, be perfect for the entire world of college football, I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. Nobody – Somebody's going to be never angry. Gonna, exactly. If I voted Mississippi State in the top 15 this week, there's someone out there that's going to say, you're stupid because you didn't vote Mississippi State in the top 10. Right. Right. You just, I, I would just make my poll and not worry about other people. This is how I would do it. Uh, Patton Paris asks us, 
I recently used SoundHound while at a local establishment to figure out what song was playing and then added it to a playlist. Have, ever, have either of you ever done that? Yeah, but I use Shazam. That's what I would I say. I do too. I, I do that I all the time. SoundHound. But yeah, I use Shazam all the time. Yep, I've done that many a time, whether it be in a movie or at a game or something. Pop mm-hmm. that thing on. I like I like what I'm hearing and yeah. then immediately go yep. put it on my playlist. Many times. Uh, let's see here. Andy Lossick asks us, have you heard anything on State's in-game or post-game reaction to Arizona popping two of MSU's $150 game balls on the Wildcat turnover sword? Shouldn't destroying another team's equipment at least be an unsportsmanlike conduct policy? penalty yeah i don't know how they're doing that they took the ball off the field that's mississippi state's ball and skewered it yeah that was really bizarre and i'm kind of surprised that no like more hasn't been said about that i i guess like i just started to kind of find out about this yesterday Uh uh-huh i saw it on the sidelines the other night but i wasn't really sure what it was but then you start seeing pictures and it's actually mississippi state's footballs that's to me is a little over the top. Those footballs are expensive. Yeah, and you're just puncturing them right there. And I mean, the, I don't, I don't uh, get it. Like I, it feels. I would have like asked. I would have asked about that yesterday had I known uh, earlier that, that was a that was happening. Like, but, do they, do they just cut a check and it's like, hey, we we got two of your balls. Here's three hundred bucks. I don't. I don't know. Could, how that works. They could be. Maybe they talked about it pregame. I don't pre-game, know. yeah. I don't but know. I, I'm still saying no. Yeah, I'm gonna puncture my football. No, but puncture one of your own. Uh, Colton Watson asks us. uh, Hold on a second. Had someone pop up here. All right, Uh, you're gonna have to answer this one because I don't know this song. What would you do? As would you do what the protagonist of the song "Wait in the Truck" by Hardy did in that song? So I don't. You have to. Um, All right. What? So I'm not even seeing this. this what did he say again would you do what the protagonist of the song wait in the truck uh did absolutely not what does he do so basically the premise of it is there's this random girl that it's like a rainy night hardy comes up on this girl like out in the road she's been beaten up by this guy her boyfriend Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. so picks her up and just says, where's the guy at? Goes to his house and kills him. And then and he sits outside on the front porch, smokes a cigarette, and calls the cops and tells them to come pick him up and spends life in, life in prison. No, I wouldn't do that. No, no. I'm, not, I'm not in for that. I mean, cool premise. I thought it was excellent writing from Hardy. This, the, the writing is excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm just not killing some random person. No, that beat up a girl. I'm gonna no, I'm help. I'm gonna gonna help her out. Gonna get her some help. Beat up turn the guy in. Beat up a girl. You know, beat up one of my children or my wife. Yeah, go to prison. Sure, yes. I will go to uh, prison if someone touches my wife or my kid. Right, but random girl. No, we'll just let the cops handle that. Uh, yes. Also from Colton Brian, my high school alma mater beat yours the other night, thirty three sixteen. In a game where I missed my high school reunion, is it important to go to your high school reunion? Why or why not? I say important is not the right word. Like, did you like your high school classmates? Do you want to see them again? If the answer is yes, go. If not, don't go. I've been to, we've only had one. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of strange. The, the high school, the like, you're you're in high school and you feel like you know you don't want to leave these guys and you're going to miss them all. And now I talk to like two people in my class mm-hmm. regularly. I talk from my actual graduating class. I talk to three, four pretty regularly, and then a couple more just every now and then, and then that's it. Now, Grant, it was always talking. said. It was always said to me that your real friends are going to be in college. Yeah, and I didn't want to believe that because I had that's friends true. that I was with with in high school from first grade to twelfth. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a hundred percent the truth. I mean, I just all of, all of my best friends from college also went to high school. They we all went to state, so that's, yeah, it worked out for me there. But that being said, I we've had two. We've had our ten year and our twenty year. I thought both. I had a good time at real at both of them. I got really hammered at the 20 year. That was fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, when they do the 30 year, I'll go. I'll go. That's a couple years away. 30 years, by the way. Just want to point that out. I'll be out of class. Oh, man. I just want to point out to you, I'm 33. Just saying. Well, we had a great show. And the history <laughs> of the show is now the history of the show. <laughs> uh, I'll be back on Monday with a new co host. No, we're good. The problem with getting a new co-host, Robbie, is I can't find anybody you know, older than you. Like, what am I going to do? Go get go get Theo on here, and so he can tell me how he's twenty two. It's, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, it gets worse. Like, oh man, I wasn't even born when <laughs> half of your life happened. No, I don't need that in my life. Uh, last one from Colton. Do you think covering Alabama would be boring, or would you prefer to work in an environment where you always expect your team to win? Ignore what happened this week when you answer. Lol. I would say that covering Alabama might be a little bit boring, but if you're working for somebody like AL.com or something that you know is going to send you to places, I mean, getting to go to all these great locations for bowl games every year would be fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. I mean, that like that would be the fun part of it. If I was not like emotionally invested at all. Right. Um, if I didn't have anything to do with Alabama, if it was a team, you know, if it was my alma mater, I've been around Alabama football my entire life, the pressure of just like your team needs to make the, the championship yeah. game and would probably win a national championship for it to be a successful season. Yeah. Or if it's somebody, a failure. Like, somebody like Michael Casagrande or Aaron Suttles who didn't go to Alabama, they're just covering the team. That's a great job. But yeah, if you're right for, for somebody like us, it would, if we were an Alabama fan, it would be tough. It would be tough. Yeah. And also, you know, it's never going to get better than this. Right, right. You, this is the peak. You never enjoy. You will never be better than what Nick Saban is doing right now. You really only enjoy one game a year. And that's yeah. if you win the national title. If you lose a national title, you went through the whole football season and not one time were you like, maybe the Iron Bowl, you know, you enjoy beating up on Auburn. But that's it. That's really it. So, I mean, you have a target on your back every game, every man. Game. It's, yeah. Whew. Uh, Jay in Baltimore, if you could have dinner with any three people, who would you pick? We can't pick Jesus or family members. Okay. Um, hmm. All right, then. I'm going to work around your, your loophole. I'm going to get the Apostle Peter. <laughs> we'll talk to him. He knows some things. He was the closest to Jesus. Well, no, and I think John was the closest. He was the Apostle that Jesus loved. Well, could be. I'm just saying. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so many. Good I mean, Jesus loved them all. That's kind of not, that's kind of not true. It's true. Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, there's obviously a lot of great historical. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I'd love to meet George Washington. I'd love to meet Abraham Lincoln. 
stuff like that. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I, if, if I'm doing this, I want, I want it to be, you know, a historical mm-hmm. account. I want to sit down with somebody and have them tell me stories. Right. So I, I want to pick somebody from, you know, probably around whenever Jesus was alive. Mm-hmm. Let's hear stories about Jesus. Mary. I want to hear somebody. Mom. From, yeah. I want to talk to, uh, you know, somebody from the Civil War era. Yeah. I want to talk to somebody from the American Revolution, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I could go the other way, though, and just be like, let's, let's let, like, 15-year-old Brian live for a minute, and I'll have dinner with Elle McPherson, Rachel Hunter, and Kathy Ireland. Okay. So, you know, the, ni- the 1991 swimsuit uh, edition, Come to Life, would be fantastic. There you go. Colton Peterman, is there a realistic QB stat that results in Rodgers getting drafted this year? What do you think that stat number would be? I don't think he gets drafted based off of stats. I think he gets drafted mm-hmm. because people think he can run an NFL offense. Stats are irrelevant. Look at, uh, look at Josh Allen. His college stats are not great. Yeah, it's, it's all about projectability yeah. and tools. Exactly. Because uh, there, there's been a lot of players in the game that have had outrageous stats that never even got drafted. Yeah. Drew Kissman asks, what are some do's and don'ts for mine and my brother's first trip to Baton Rouge? I would say the don'ts are if, if you go looking for trouble, you will find it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't just antagonize an right. LSU fan. Be a fan, wear your maroon, be proud, but if you go looking for a fight, you will get into one. It's just that simple. A lot of great restaurants down there. If you find a little a hole in the wall that's selling po' boys, go eat there. Um, you know, I, the Chimes is obviously Robbie and I's top recommendation. I love Paw Reigns. Uh, we're going to talk to Brody Miller tomorrow. He'll tell you to go to Elsie's, uh, oh, I can't remember the name. It's Elsie's something in pie. They're like, they do a bunch of pies. And I don't mean like sweet pies either. I'm like, they have like crawfish pies and chicken pot pies. And he says he, it's a big, it's a good place down there. There's a lot of good restaurants in there. You really can't go wrong. I love Paw Reigns as well. So eat good. Enjoy the, the scenes. You know, Tiger Stadium's a fun environment. Uh, you'll never you'll never you'll never be any place louder in your life if LSU is is in that game late. But again, if you if you if you if you start something, it's gonna get finished. So just be be aware of that. <laughs> uh Jason asks us. Do you think State can maintain the run against LSU? I mean, I think, remember last year, State ran the ball pretty effectively against LSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they changed it up. And their without defense, Mason Smith, defense adjusted. You know? They could. That's going to be interesting. I, I think just the I – don't, I don't know if running the ball is going to be the difference in the game for State. I think just being efficient on offense and making sure you finish those drives one way or the other is just going to be the – the big thing for state. I agree. Also from Jason, do you believe the young bucks are the CM punk side of this fight? I, 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 I haven't heard. Punk. I haven't heard the story. Okay. Of that. I, I know, I, I know about his rant the other day, but I don't know what the, that's why I believe is. the young bucks. Cause he just got up there and started ranting on them for, for no reason whatsoever. So my guess is they went down there to kick his ass and his ease. I'm sorry. And, uh, it did they so. actually get in a fight? Yeah. That's why everybody's suspended. Yeah. What? Did you not watch Dynamite I, last week? Uh, I watched... Yeah, I watched it, but I didn't... 
Yeah, they're all suspended. Why do you think the titles are vacated? Yeah, but I didn't know anything. I didn't know the stories. Oh, yeah, they got into a huge fight. Yeah. Omega and the Young Bucks were gotten a fight with CM Punk and Ace Steel. Oh, my God. They said that Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega in the fight. (laughs) What? Yeah. Not kidding. So did this happen happen before or after his rant? After. Like they went looking for him. Right. That dude is just I I'm I'm, yeah, I'm I love I love I've loved CM Punk forever, but I'm taking everybody's side against CM Punk because he's just a baby. Yeah, I agree. Uh Ford Polk asks, should we schedule the game with Arizona next year at eleven AM? Says kind of joking. I'm gonna say you're not joking. I would go further. Let's schedule it at nine AM. I'm scheduling it at like two thirty. Two thirty, you want to play them early in the season in, and get them in, in that, that humidity? Yeah. I'm going a step further, man. I'm going, I'm like, get up out of bed. Made us stay up late. We're going the opposite way with you. 9 a.m. kickoff. It'll be hot enough. And that'll be a 7 a.m. kickoff for them. Exactly. Their bodies. They're, they won't be ready for that. That's how we we, we attack that. Are these I, think the, I think the humidity is going to be a problem for them. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. It wasn't for Oregon, but, of course, they cheated. Remember, Jackie called them out for having the, uh, the cooling vests. Yes. They were also a lot better than Mississippi State. It time. was for Utah, I think, though. Yeah, down in Florida, I agree. I agree. Are the Seahawks neon green jerseys the worst in the NFL? They're up there. I, I don't like them. I don't like their highlighter stuff. Like their yeah. their their stuff that's like yeah, really like like yeah. that, like that neon. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like blue. That. The all blue is it looks great, but the the neon green. I'm yeah. not a fan of any of their stuff, really. Like their jerseys. Yeah, like I just I've never really thought that they were that good. Well, let's go the other way then. Without picking your own team, who has the best look in the NFL? Uh, gosh, I love the old school Denver Broncos stuff. The orange stuff? The orange and blue. Okay. okay. Um, and I think they've actually worn some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those jerseys. My choice is the uh, the 49ers. The red and okay. gold with yep. the, the, the big numbers that they have that look like the Joe Montana jerseys. It's just yep. clean. Yep. That's that's my choice. And of course, like but like the, the Steelers uniforms I love the most mm-hmm. are the throwback uniforms with the bigger white numbers mm-hmm. um, that don't have the uh, stripes on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. I love those jerseys. I've got two of those jerseys. That's a good call. Yeah. All right. Alexandra Watson, if Massimo Biscardi's resume wasn't that great, why did we take him from the portal? Well, that's the thing. It was great. Yeah, it was. I mean, he the, the thing that was not great was he had missed some extra points, mm-hmm. but he was so accurate on his field goals. I mean, mm-hmm. you take that. Which we still haven't seen him kick one. Yeah. I mean, he might be perfect on his field goals. I don't know. Uh, and then also from Alexandra, my child inhaled blackening seasoning tonight on purpose and oh. learned a valuable lesson. What is something you have watched your child do just so they would learn a lesson? Uh, like climb up on a stool and mm-hmm. like not a big stool, but you know, just a, a stool that I told him not to climb up on and she fell. Mm-hmm. One of my kids, the youngest one, Emily, one time she developed this obsession that she wanted to try black licorice, which we all know is disgusting. And Ugh. she just kept going on and on about it. I was like, okay, all right. So I went and got her a bag of black licorice. I was like, we're all going to watch you eat this. And she took a, a bite, and one bite, and she was like, oh, God, no. That's <laughs> like, I, tr- I tried that. <laughs> and the lesson is, w- when your parents tell you, like, look, it's not good, 
you know, because we're we're her parents, right? We want her to try foods. We yep. want her, to, you know, not just eat chicken tenders and fries everywhere she goes. But not that. But not we're like we're both like Emily. That is not good. And then she wanted to do it anyway. So we're like, okay, here's here you go. I should have made her eat the whole bag. My kid is reminding me that on a lot of things that my parents were right about a lot of things yes. when I was young as well. Yeah. And I, th- you know, we all think when we're kids that we're smarter than our parents and in reality that couldn't be further than the truth. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a lot of movies that come out and TV shows that make the, the parents complete imbeciles. Right. And the kids are the smart ones. Right. Uh, Tim Lang asks, I went to bed rather than watch on Saturday. Should state go ahead and start working to cancel the Arizona State Series? It's like we gave up a game of the season. I'm in the Eastern time zone. No. no Suck it up. I mean, Tim Pay is going to be a great trip as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for, I mean, that, that's one I might actually go to. I mean, it should be fantastic. I mean, we don't know that that game's going to be at 8 o'clock either. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a kid that could be a suck it up, Tim. Get, get it, watch the game. Uh, John wants to know what makes y'all feel more confident, least stressed 2018 defense or today's Will Rogers? I think it's got to be today's Will Rogers because that 2018 defense, as good as they were when the team couldn't score, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You know, it's great. I mean, they, they played they points played. to Alabama, but you didn't score yeah. any. That probably was the best performance against Alabama all year, and they lost, and they got shut out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, twenty-four nothing. So, yeah, so it didn't matter. Nobody cared. Got it. You got it. Having a great quarterback is is the first step to confidence on the football field, in my opinion. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Geek ninety three wants to know: Starville to Tucson is roughly a fifteen hundred mile drive. What's the longest road trip you've ever dared take in your life? Was it worth the windshield time? Uh, the furthest I ever remember driving, and I didn't drive, I was just in the car, was uh, Jackson to Dallas, which is about, what, about a seven and a half hour drive, something like that. Wow, you haven't been very far at all. Not in the car, no. I mean, I've been out to Vegas and I've been to California, but I flew. Uh, Well, I mean, well, no, the, the farthest you've been is uh, Omaha. Oh, I guess that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. That was totally Omaha's, worth the drive, yes. Omaha is probably... As far as I've been, mm-hmm. I've also been to uh, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, Columbus, Ohio. Those are those were pretty far drives. Yeah. Um, I'm going to St. Louis I think, this, this December. I don't think any of those were further than Omaha. No, Omaha is Omaha is a good drive, like twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. That that that's a haul. It I've is. done that. I've done that like three times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, dear old state, how tough is Woody Marks? It seems like he always hobbles off the field only to come back in a quarter later. He's tough. There's no He's taking a beating. That. Him and Dylan Johnson have both taken a beating. He's tougher than years. a $2 steak. They, they just, they get just, they don't ever have especially a lead blocker. They don't, Woody Marks don't, always gets demolished. Yeah. They never have a lead blocker, and then when they catch the ball, they're just out there by themselves in the flat, and they're going to get hit. So, um, Also, from uh, from Dear Old State, I thought Mike Leach liked gadget plays. Has State run a single-trick play under Leach? I don't think Mike Leach likes gadget plays. He just wants to throw the football. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that's really a – I don't think that's really his MO. No, I agree. 
Uh, Sheldon Nations, would you rather beat LSU or Arkansas this year? I think he, it's an interesting question because you need to get Arkansas back in the win column. You've lost two straight to them. I but, think it's Arkansas because it's – I mean, you can you can justify losing at LSU. Right. you got to beat you A&M to, either way. You need to okay. beat A&M and you need to beat Arkansas. And also, if, if we're being honest, wouldn't you rather have that momentum from the Arkansas game than, than getting this win and then – Losing that momentum against Arkansas, yeah, at home. you're right. You know, you're not wrong. With, you're not with the wrong. way the schedule's set up, I think you can you can be three and one because most of us pick state to lose to LSU preseason. Mm-hmm. You can be you can be three and one um, after that Bowling Green game, going into that stretch, and feel, still feel really good about your team. Agreed. Nine hundred one start dog. A toe tap is a catch by a wide receiver, but a stationary toe inbounds isn't a catch. When the heel comes down out of bounds, what am I missing? Why is this rule in existence? They've changed the rule. It used to be if you could got your toes down, it was a catch. Now you have it's the, the natural step is what they call it. I don't like that rule. I think if the toes are in, it's a catch. That that's what I was arguing with people the other night. I, I understand the rule. I understand that, that that it is that it is a rule. I understand the call was correct. My my whole thing is we is exactly what he said. We allow people to drag their feet. Mm-hmm. We allow people to, you know, toe tap. Why can't the defensive back have a toe down mm-hmm. in bounds and that be good enough? If we're if we're allowing other people to to go through with, I agree. I that agree. I mean that makes no sense to me. I agree. Uh, Kevin Wright, does the signing of Erling Holland put Man City over the top to finally win the Champions League? No, no, they will never do it. They will never do it. Uh if the player signing model for the NFL was the current NCA model with NIL, would that mirror that of FIFA, or would it help or hurt the NFL? We got to remember with 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 soccer teams, you don't really sign the player; you sign you you get money from the uh, the team. You you sell the player; they sell the players. So it's not really the same thing at all. Um, NIL, I mean, it's just difficult to say because. And in the NFL and in soccer, the players are employees. And in college, they're trying to hold that they are not employees. And that's just, I feel like that's untrue at this point. But so I don't, I don't think it changes anything. I don't, I don't see how it would, I don't, I don't know how it would work, to be honest with you. Okay. All right. Dynamite drop in there, Robbie. Appreciate that. Wade did you Jones. expect me? Did you expect I did. Me to I thought you might have some thoughts. I don't know. No. Uh, Wade Jones asks, "What's why is the first buggy you grab at Walmart need a wheel alignment? It is never grab the first buggy. Grab a buggy, get it out of the way. The second buggy is always good." As a former cart pusher at Walmart, I agree. Yeah, so now we got the inside scoop. But in all reality, most of them are screwed up. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Josh Ard. Seeing, after seeing Delora's athleticism, is it possible Leach was trying to modernize his offense at Washington State with that commitment before he ended up taking the state job in January of 2020? That's a good point. Yeah, could Delora's be. A little bit more of a dual threat guy, sure. Yeah. Let's see here. Ed wants to know, if you and I were made to fight to the death, what would be our weapon of choice? We can have any kind of weapon, fictional or non-fictional, but it can't be a superpower. Probably I'm just going to get a gun. I'm probably going to get, like, if you're going to use a gun, I can't use the same thing. I'm probably going to get, like, a tiger. <laughs> just to let him do the, the bidding for me. <laughs> I'll go sit in the corner. 
the tiger can handle. What happens when I shoot the tiger? It's still that it's like it's going to take a lot more than one bullet to put that thing down. Oh, I'll get a I'll, I'll have a, a forty-four or something. I'll, I'll that, that one shot one shot in the head will, will be, get the job done. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just going to pick a gun. I'm, it I'm not involving myself in the fight. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in the corner reading the newspaper. Yeah, I agree. That's not that's not a terrible idea. Uh, walking bully. Last month, y'all debated whether beating LSU would change the perception of the season. With Brian saying no. Monday, Brian called it a legacy game for Leach's tenure at State. What changed? <laughs> I mean, what changed is the LSU lost to Florida State, and it makes me think differently about this game now. This is a game State should win. Two weeks ago, I didn't think that. This is my example, though, of like your prisoner of the moment. Comments. I changed my mind. It's okay, to but change it's your like mind. extremes. It's like extremes, like changes. I mean, I, I believe what I'm saying. It's not like I'm just making it up for the day. Yeah, tomorrow you might you might, might be believe different. something completely might different. Be different. Uh, R.J. Sweatman will A and M petition to ban calling their cheer squad milkmen like Texas and Horns Down. I could see that happening. They're, like you're not allowed to call them milkmen anymore. But of course, the problem is who's doing that? It's just the fans. What are they going to do? Penalize us? Yeah, I did it the other day, and I got a stern talking to you. I was called a weenie by. Somebody on Twitter. They're a bunch of milkmen. He did. Uh, let's see here. Dalton Lee. What is he says? Caleb Ducking slash Jalen Waddle celebration is one of the best in the game. What is the best celebration you can remember? I got an easy answer for this one. What about you? Um, my least favorite is the gritty. I know that. Yeah, I'm about I'm about tired of seeing that. I hear you. Um. Hmm. I used to love whenever they would like set like the players would set up like bowling pins mm-hmm. and the guy would roll the football and knock them all down. That's Especially good. when it was like, you know, a fat guy touchdown. That yeah. was fun. I'm gonna go with Joe Horn pulling the cell phone out. Oh yeah, that was so That's my good. favorite. That's my favorite. I also wants to that. know, does Dalton, what would our celebration be? So I'm the fat guy. I'm doing the Nesty plunge. <laughs> Either that or I'm going to bonsai drop the football. One of the two. <laughs> bonsai drop. Just get bonsai! on the... Bonsai! Just... <laughs> Don't need a sword to deflate the ball. Just set it down. Fatty. Just set it down and just sit on yeah. top of it. Yeah. Do a Vader bomb. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. What about you? I don't really have anything in mind. Probably try to, like, dunk it on the... Uh, okay. The goalpost. Brad Baxter wants to know what's a typical day look like for us as a sports journalist. Uh, well, you know, I, I wake up around 4 a.m. to watch the news. I uh, read the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Have a nice cup of coffee. Tea and crumpets every morning. Um, yeah. There aren't a ton of typical days. I mean, uh, it, it differs a lot. I mean, it you just kind of depends on what the day going on is. I'm in this chair at three o'clock to do the show. Yeah. Other than that, you never know. You know, we usually do our shows uh, like around lunch. Yeah, uh, but it just really depends on the day. You know, I'm, we do I'm writing. Yeah, my Mondays are are ridiculous. I have, you know, I, I got to write six stories for two small newspapers, and then I got to go to Mike Leach's press conference, write a story from that, and then a lot of times I got to go cover a game, a high school game that night. So yeah, 
The good my, news Friday, is- my Fridays are actually my easiest day. I don't do anything all day until nighttime, and then I have to cover football game. Yeah. Ah, uh, where are we here? The Saul Man wants to know: Do y'all get as much amusement as I do watching these Texas A&M pep rallies after they get beat by a Podunk college in Mississippi or a bunch of hillbillies deep in the backwoods? Yes, we both get a, an incredible amount of enjoyment out of that. I agree. Yeah. Uh, a couple more here. Jeff Chancellor asks us to rank these MSU performances easiest to hardest to watch in person: the main loss, the Troy State loss, and the monsoon. Crooms nothing, nothing spring game. Auburn three to two, 2016 South Alabama. The spring game is the easiest. It was a spring game. Nobody. Oh my cared. God. I was at every one of these things. Oh, so was I. Oh. Um, I think the wor- the hardest one that's got to be the monsoon Troy State game because you're in a monsoon and there was a tornado warning. Yes. And that's, it was delayed for, last, for like an hour. That's the hardest. Um, I'm going Auburn. Third, Auburn. Auburn, Auburn three, two. Here's the thing about Auburn 3-2. Mm-hmm. While we were there, I don't know if we all realized that the game was that bad. I did. I was like I thought like I thought it was just a good, really good defensive ball game until about the fourth quarter I'm like, "Oh my god, this is just this is bad football." No. Like it was ex- the crowd was exciting. It was a good atmosphere. And then like midway to the fourth quarter like, "Hey guys, this game kind of sucked." Yeah, I agree. So I'm, this is my rankings from easiest to hardest. Spring game, uh, out South Alabama, Maine, Auburn, Troy State. Yeah, because South Alabama, like you thought you were going to win that game until like the very, very end when you mm-hmm. missed the field goal. Yeah. Uh, the dude asked, would you rather be blistering hot for 11 a.m. kickoff or freezing cold for a 6 p.m. kickoff? 11 a.m. Yes. Just get it over with. 6 p.m. Can be there all night. No, I don't want that. I hate being cold. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, ben Coker wants to know if you can get a Maroon is All That Matters shirt at the Rogue. You cannot. I said that they have quality products there. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Martin, how do you feel about Jordan Davis through the first two games? He's, he's, he's underwhelmed a little bit. I expected to have at least one sack at this point, and he doesn't. Yeah, and he's still got some rust, I think, to knock off. He hasn't played in two years. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he'll be okay. But, yeah, yeah you, you need him to step up a little more. Yeah. Uh, BFW Stan asks, who is the most successful person in sports media who used to cover MSU sports, and why is it Brandon Walker? I would not say it's Brandon Walker. I would say it's it's Ian Rappaport. Yes. One of the top reporters in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, that that probably been he probably be number one. I, I agree. Um, Hunter Bowler, if you had to pick one player on this year's team to go in the first round of the NFL draft, who would you pick? That's tough. There's not a first rounder currently on this team. I don't Maybe think Forbes. so. Forbes is probably the best chance. There. At least not somebody that has proven themselves. There might right. be somebody. You know, Travion Down Williams might turn yeah. into that. Yeah, but not right now. Forbes yeah. is probably the best example. Forbes is probably the highest. Also wants to know our favorite wing flavors. I love wings and all their iterations. I think that's how you say that word. I love lemon pepper. I love hot wings. I love barbecue wings. I love garlic parmesan. I love teriyaki, any kind of Asian style wings. I love Honey me- barbecue for me. Okay. I like that sweet and tangy. I hear you. Uh, Dr. Tony Loper, best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg, has a, an animal related question for us. What do you think is the best place to pet a dog? 
would imagine it's you, on you know, top of the head or under the, the chin. Uh, the dogs love a chin scritch for sure. And then for them, I think their favorite place is their belly. Yeah, but yeah, but that's not really petting a dog. You you, you don't pet Scratching. a dog on its belly. You're you're rubbing its belly when it, it has to be laying down for you to do that. Nobody's nobody's going to give the dog the underhook and uh, go to the belly. Top of the head is probably the answer. I agree. Um, where are we here? I had I had one more from uh, from Doctor Loper there. Oh, uh, what is your favorite overreaction from week one of college football? It's got to be about Anthony Richardson. Everybody's like, this guy is going to be a potential top draft choice. And I think he looked terrible, looked terrible against Kentucky. Billy Napier said he was somewhere between Dak Prescott and Cam Newton. Yeah. How'd that work out? Not so much. The Heisman Trophy winner and the one of the greatest quarterbacks in SEC history. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Cody Clark asks, have you tried the Bluebell Oatmeal Cream Pie Ice Cream? What is your favorite non-traditional flavored ice cream? I was just thinking about that the other day. I really, I've got to try it. I haven't tried it yet. My favorite non-traditional, I love uh, uh, Ben and Jerry's Chubby Hubby. Maybe it's because I am a chubby hubby. I don't know. Is cookies and cream traditional? traditional. I feel like everybody eats cookies and cream. Was Rocky Road? Yeah. I would okay. say then probably like, you know, Reese's that's a good or choice. like Moose Tracks. Yeah, Moose Tracks is a good choice. That's a good that's yeah. good. I, I like that. Um, keep us right. With everything happening around the wrestling landscape with AEW and WWE, do you see AEW being around the next five years? I think so. I think because Tony Khan's got money. Yeah. He, he ain't gonna run out of money. They're sustainable. So. They've just they've got to figure this stuff they out. They gotta get through this rough patch right here. It is uh, it's WCWsque right now. Right now, I, I hate once, to say. Once they get the elite back, and I think they'll be the ones who survive this. And Punk is gone. You got a lot well, listen, of top, top line talent there. I mean, this is the issue. Whenever you put a guy that is not a wrestling promoter in charge, agreed, and he's buying off all this great talent, and these guys are not getting the push and. They're not getting TV time that they wanted. You have the, all these WWE guys that WWE was kind of having similar issues with. Those guys wanted more time. They're not getting the time they were promised. Right. It's tough. When you have yeah. a roster like that, it's very difficult to get everybody, uh, I, keep everybody I, happy. I agree. Trey Parker wants some Baton Rouge and New Orleans recommendations. We gave the Baton Rouge ones. New Orleans, I'll give you three of my favorites. I like Mahoney's for Po' Boys. I like Koshan Butcher. They they have they don't have po'boys, but it's a great uh, deli stop. I'm just thinking in terms of you know going to grab lunch in New Orleans. If you're going to get dinner, oh man, I mean you really you really really have to try hard to find a bad dinner place in New Orleans. Um, for me, I, I I almost need to go into Twitter to be honest with you and like answer this question. It's, I got too many too many suggestions. I'll do that for you, uh, uh, Trey. Tim Riggins asks us, if you go back and change the outcome of one MSU game in each of the big four sports, which are you choosing? This is where I'm going to go. You tell me if you agree. 85, State's going to beat Texas. Gene Morgan's not going to get hurt. Yeah. All right. That's baseball. Uh, Basketball, you're going to beat Syracuse in the Final Four. Women's basketball, you beat Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that one's way too obvious. One of the two national title games. Men's yes. basketball, I'm gonna be, you're going to beat Syracuse in the Final Four. Football, you're going to beat Alabama in 2014. 
Yep. I, do you think Tim Riggins is the American dream? Uh, I don't know. Could be. Not not the character Tim Riggins. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Yes. I know because, yes, Tim Riggins and Friday Night Lights, that is the American dream. It is You're American 18 dream. years old. You just play yeah. football and drink beer. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you look at his previous question, he, he pops in it, if you will. Does he? He does. I'm, I'm, he does. I'm, start, I, I'm starting to. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Starting to get a hint. Uh, let's see here. We only got a couple minutes left here on the Zoom. I don't really feel like doing another one. We'll do we time for one more. That's from Ben Smith, who asks us, does it ever feel like people dislike Leach unfairly? Have we forgotten that Mullen lived between seven and six and eight and five most seasons? Dan never beat a P5 team that finished with 10 wins. Jackie was 75 and 75. I, I think it's just that people, when with Leach coming in, they expected more right off the bat. And then they have COVID and the bad season, and it's just... I think if he could have had that first season and gone six and six or seven and five somehow, then it might be different. Yeah. And he is, uh, he's at 500 right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's at 500 right so now. So he's worked, he's worked back up to that. Now he's yeah. trying to get above 500, I think, for the first time since game one. Yeah. Which would be kind of weird. He did it. Yeah. Against LSU. Yeah. It would. All right. That's all for today. Tomorrow's show, Thursday show is This Is Our Show. The Cousins will join me, as will Peter Burns of the SEC Network, and then Robbie back on Friday for the three Ps, Mississippi State LSU. Plus, we'll have a couple of more interviews we'll throw in there as well. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.